want to kick this off. We got a special guest in the house. Live podcasts are back. Ball Don't Stop podcast. My guy, a pure hooper, a guy that I speak on, but a guy that represents who we are. You know, the term ball don't stop. This is what it's actually about. This shit isn't even really about my takes. This is really about the love for the game. It's about the respect and the purity for the game. And more than anything, it's about a dedication and just a grind and commitment to the game. And that's what this dude represents. Fred Van Vliet, man, my guy. My dog, appreciate you. Man, listen, there's superstars in the world, in the world of basketball. You got the LeBrons, you got the KDs, you got the Kawhis, you already know. But what a guy like yourself goes out there and does to this day and has achieved is just as special to me as a guy that understands the game and knows what it takes to get to this level, man. Mm -hmm. um, you weren't really even supposed to be here if you really look at it. Right. But there was a moment there where you, in those hard moments, in those do or die moments, kept coming through mm -hmm. and you didn't give up and you stayed committed to it. Take me through this because you came undrafted in 2016, mm -hmm. G League, you know, and now here you are sitting here as an all star, as a guy that became a franchise point guard, mm -hmm. as a guy that helped lead an NBA team to an NBA championship. Mm -hmm. Man, you're literally living the basketball dream. This is one in a million type stuff, man. Talk to me about what got you here. And talk to me about this journey that that brought you here, man. Great intro, but uh, <laughs> I think, man, just not quitting. You know, like just having the 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 character and just having like the makeup to just stay with it. Like I, I just knew since I was a little kid I was supposed to be in the NBA. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's just a feeling that I had. You know, and we could talk about faith, or you could talk about whatever like you believe in, but it's just I knew. Like I've been, you know, I told my mom when I was a little kid I'm gonna be in the NBA, and you know, I, I, I centered my whole life around that. So by the time I'm, you know, 22, and it's draft time, like I'm, that's not gonna be the. It's gonna take more than that. You know what I mean? Like I at least gotta go to camp, play summer league, like see what really see what it's it. really about. And, and in my mind, I just was like, I know that. I'm good in my class. I always just, I always judge my play by my class. Yeah. Because when I was a young kid, I always played up. So yeah. by the time it was time for me to play with my peers, I was, I knew that I was good enough. So I was just did it like that. And, you know, I was waiting for the right opportunity and, you know, everything worked out the way it was supposed to. And I fell in the, the, the perfect thing. You know, I had a lot of things go right for me along the way, but I also made a lot of things go right too. Coming from Rockford, Illinois. That's not Chicago, right? right? So you do come from a basketball hub, though. Right. Um, you know, you weren't, you didn't have this notoriety in high school. You know, mm -hmm. you weren't propped up. Right. How did that affect you? You know, going through because you really had to just when no one's watching. Yeah. Put that work in and keep yeah. believing in yourself, like you said, with your faith. Yeah, I what? think I think it's like you just gotta earn it. You know what I mean? It's just different when you really gotta like go against all the odds. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't really till. I made it to the league that I understood that fully, you know, because that's all I knew was to get it off the muscle and just, you know what I'm saying, go against the grain. So, yeah, like not really being highly recruited. And some of that is on me because I chose not to go with the big name AAU programs and things yeah. like that probably could have helped me. You know right. what I'm saying? If I would have been on the EYBL circuit or that probably would have helped boost my profile. But I was just focused on the hoop. Like I always just love basketball and love the game. I wasn't really into the politics or the business of it. So it might have held me back a little bit, but I wanted to play D1. I wanted to play. I wanted to play in a tournament. I wanted to have a good college career and I wanted to go pro. And that was my mindset at yeah, like as a young kid, like I had my mind made up and it wasn't really nothing that was gonna stop me from, you know, figuring it out. So when you get to the league, right, and, and there's that scary moment there where guys go to the G League, right? Mm -hmm. You're undrafted. Mm -hmm. That is those do or die moments. Right. How was there an anxiety associated with that? Was the pressure something that, you know, really brought the best out of you? Yeah. Clearly it did. But yeah, you know, take me through that. Those are dark times for guys, yeah. right? No, no doubt. I think for me, I've been blessed to have like a just a crazy mental fortitude, you know what I'm saying? Some of that is where I grew up and how I grew up, but for the most part, like I, I, I was, I was embarrassed to go to the to the G League at the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just thought the world of myself, and I knew I was good enough, and I just never associated myself with being in the, the G League. You know, because it wasn't 
what it is now yeah seven years ago it had a different ring to it you know what i mean and even wait way before that obviously the g league's come a long way but it's it's way more acceptable now you know what i mean it's top picks that play now so at that time i was just a little like embarrassed because i felt like i was good enough to play i knew i had to wait my turn to crack the rotation and it was just really i got to give credit to uh stack coach you know jerry Jerry stackhouse because he really put it in perspective for me and just put me to the side and was like listen you gotta make the most of it while you're here you know what i'm saying and so that really flipped it from feeling away about it to like all right i'm gonna show y'all while i'm not supposed to, i'm not supposed to be down here i right. know that but it's time for me to show y'all like right it's gonna look bad when it's time for me to play i gotta put up numbers i gotta right. win you know i gotta do all of that so that's really how i approached it i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna skip some some of this because we know where you got we know mm-hmm. where you're at mm-hmm the, the moment that the country will never forget. And, and look, we're a national outlet. We cover everything. Mm-hmm. As a Canadian, I know how big this hit. And this is something that I'll really speak on is high-pressure buckets mm-hmm. and how the power of a bucket can change the entire course of history. Mm-hmm. It's game six, Oracle Arena. You guys are, I would call, a do-or-die game mm-hmm. because you don't want to go to seventh game with the defending champ. Right. Back-to-back. Right. Kawhi Leonard, they have a scheme against him, right? Right, You know, he's worn out. He's mm-hmm. been doing a lot. Kyle Lowry is balling out. Mm-hmm. You guys got an incredible roster, perfectly put together. You had something that's really hard to capture. Yeah. Like, it was like lightning in a bottle, you know, top to bottom with your depth, with your system, X's and O's. The, you know, everyone catches breaks. Mm-hmm. Everything kind of went your way. But there was still that moment where you had to get over the hump, and that is when you came in at game six during the final stretch of that fourth quarter. And I saw Oracle – I saw the crowd and I saw the Warriors' body language just drop. Mm-hmm. And it was a result of you getting tough bucket after tough bucket, one-on-one, basically by yourself. Take me through that moment because that moment changed basketball here forever. Yeah, I think it was just one of those things, like just, again, being a student of the game and just understanding, like, the moment. The moment. Like, you got to know that this has happened before. You got to study to know that there was a Derek Fisher buzzer mm-hmm. beater. There was a, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you just know the game and you realize, like, there was so many moments throughout these finals and championships that people just brush over because we, you know, as, the, as you know, as the media and, and the yeah, business yeah, yeah, of the yeah. game, we, we prop up the superhumans right because that is like unthinkable that right. Kawhi Leonard can do what he can do you mm-hmm. know what I mean so all of that being said you had to go hoop yeah it was time to do it and just knowing the game is like okay Kyle is our our guy but it's time for something else Kawhi you know whatever Pascal had Draymond on him you know like you could just go down the list of it and then it just ended up in my hands at the top most of the time pick and roll boogie in a drop there like you go yeah, come on. Let's you had to go. Yeah, that's who you are, right? Yeah, so that's, instincts. That's that's instincts. Right. Kicking in because yo, at that point, that deep in the game, they know your schemes. Right. They know what you're gonna do. They know your sets. Yeah. You kind of broke it. Yeah. And it was like today's NBA's kind of become predictable. It's very robotic in the way it's played. Yeah. Um, you know, and you went to that level of a hooper that just got those buckets and really broke shit apart. You know, how special did that feel? Were you like, yo, I made it? Yeah, for sure. It's like. You know, I don't. It's hard to explain to people that that's never really experienced it, but it's just like imagine like the shit that you dream about. Some driveway or, shit. Yeah, the driveway shit. Like whatever you imagining when you doing that. Like imagine like doing it for real. You know what I mean? And with those guys on the floor. With those too. guys on the floor <laughs> with like Hall of Fame top. I ain't gonna say whatever. You know, right, let right, right. People argue about it, but some of the best ever. Man. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm. My my matchup is Steph Curry. I'm supposed to make his life hell on the other end. And so that's, it basically was like, yo, you got Steph. Don't leave him. That was it. That's all really my role was at the time. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. The, the shot making and all that was just extra because I had already got hot right. in the series before. So mm-hmm. now it's like mm-hmm. I'm not playing all this defense to not shoot. So when I get it, shit, I'm I'm gonna try to get a bucket because I'm here too. Like yeah, right, right. I'm not Kawhi, I'm not Kyle, I'm not Pascal. I understand that. I'm not Steph. I understand that. But shit, it's like, time to get a yeah, bucket. You gonna I, get a bucket? I, I'm trying to I'm trying to join the party too. Like, <laughs> no, up? no, I love you that because I, mean? I was. It's hard to explain that to people because like those moments, bro. Like we were watching that with like my parents didn't even watch basketball, right? Yeah. Like 
people will never forget who Fred Van Vliet is in Canada just because of those four right, or five no shots, doubt. right? And it's yeah. like, you got to have the kahunas to take those, mm -hmm. make those. You got to have the reps to take those and make those, right? Mm -hmm. um, coming up, working out wise, because it's all a journey. It changes. You evolve in your training, right? Mm -hmm. What were some of the things you were doing, you know, to get to the level you're at? Because when you watch you, when I watch you play, you know, it's not just a system player. It's a guy yeah. that's very crafty, right. a guy that at six one had to figure out angles mm -hmm. and, and and little, you know, minute details mm -hmm. of the game that, yo, it's it's fucking damn near impossible to make yeah. the league at this height. Yeah. Even though you're six one as right. a normal human, you're tall. Right. But, you know, at the league level with today's athletes yeah. and this freakish, you know, age that we're in. Mm -hmm. What were some of the things that you mastered early? You know, some of it is a gift, but what were you doing? Yeah, I think for the most part, like I always had a talent. Like I was born with something and I don't know what it is. Right. I had it, but I will go back a little bit to like give my step pop some credit, you know, because he watched DVDs. He watched five star. He watched all of these different things and he learned drills and stuff for us to do. So as a kid, it was all ball handling, finishing, agility, like just learning the game and then me and my brothers would just watch we would put the anchor breakers dvd era in, yeah or that's how people got better go, back then. you know watch watch and one and then go in the backyard like that was our thing but more than anything i just like to hoop so park you know rec ymca whatever i want to hoop because yeah i'm gonna work on my skill to, to t sharpen my toolbox but i'm play. trying all my game stuff like live action you know what i'm yeah. saying and back yeah. then being a shooter where I was from was like soft. So it was all to the rack. Right. So I wasn't a bad shooter, but it just wasn't a thing back then to just right, be right, pulling right. up three. No, so sure. everything I was doing was to the rim anyway. So I'm learning how to I'm learning how to do all of that. You know, yeah, yeah, as yeah. a I'm not knowing that I'm a one day be in the NBA. I'm not even thinking about Man. that. I'm just watching all the guys that I like. I'm watching the that era of guards which was the 2000s right late 2000s of guards which was who were some of it. these guys steve francis baron steve davis francis, marbury baron ai davis, marbury d will uh j kid um ai like you know what i'm saying it's it's the list who, who's the guard that influenced your game the most you feel like if you were to pick one <sighs> that's tough man that's tough i would probably say influence me probably like ai for sure because I, I can remember being a kid and so, watching man, AI documentary and watching them live and watching them play and just watching him be like, you know what, I'm gonna do this shit my way and I'm gonna live with it. Like I remember that that what interview you did in game or whatever. Six thing. Is what he did his whole life on a night to night right. basis. He did that every night. So <laughs> he influenced me and in my personality and my swag the most. But like somebody that I took a lot from was Darren Williams for sure right. d will like right. light skin saying <laughs> yeah you know yeah, 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 like, yeah that was that was he was the guy that i was watching on a nightly basis like, man at one point probably out. the best point guard in the game for a moment right best uh, point guard in the game and then being in the west you know i was a kobe guy so just watching you know i'm watching all the west teams and i gotta go back and give uh chauncey billups some credit too cb yep. um because i I, st I stole so much from him but he's so much bigger than me you know what i'm saying he was but, a six four right he big was, guard he take you to the a, post yeah he was, he was a bruiser but but you move similarly to him right so i just watched how he used his body in certain things and, and just he, his, he wasn't overly explosive he's either a, he's a killer you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah he's a killer yeah, so. no you could definitely see that you're cut from that cloth now you said you came up hooping a lot, mm -hmm. a lot now it's eybl you're mm -hmm. on a circuit that's your summer right um I do feel like the way the game's played, it's took away a lot of role players' creativities. Mm -hmm. um, and it's almost made that stuff kind of, you know, harder to do for guys that aren't the superstar, the go-to guy. Mm -hmm. Have you seen this shift happen in basketball throughout, you know, because you guys came up and I'm similar age, like you had to play. You had to yeah. go to the Y on a right. Saturday, Friday night. Right. Street, yeah. street game was huge. Yeah, yeah, for you sure. You know, that's when you kind of figure shit out yeah. as a player. Right. Is that missing today? Because I see these kids, they're insanely skilled right yeah. it's the trainers they got all that yeah. what's your what's your outlook on the come up of today's kids you know yeah i think it's just man i think it's it's growing so i'll say i'll say the game is just growing so fast it's ridiculous so it's like it's hard to to keep the what basketball purity or whatever right, you know right. people that study and love the game like it's hard to keep all of that so now the kids have so much to pull from like they might only be watching like like I got nephews and, and young kids that I am involved with. Like they might only watch high school players. Right. You know what I'm saying? Versus which us, like 
we might have heard about a ABCD camp or whatever, but we couldn't didn't know who that pull was. up their Instagram and watch what they're doing. So now some of these young kids is learning from right. kids that's only a few years older than them. It's so crazy. it's like the way the game is growing so fast, I think it changes the the makeup of it, but it's still there. And it's and it's guys that you could see it. Jalen Green, float. guys like that coming in. That and I that. think it's just you could you could see you can't make them pay homage to the past, but I think the good ones and the great ones eventually they'll figure it out and they become students of the game and they go back mm -hmm. and they get all of the stuff that we got more of, you know, right. and the people before us had more than we did. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So sure. our old heads look at us the same way we looking at these kids and it's going to keep going like that. That's just it's, how it's, it's crazy that you're an old head at, yeah, at, 20, at 28, 29, you know I mean? right? but I'm in the gym with guys who just like, the kids the cultural difference you know what i'm saying it. like you the movies it. the music like you know? just everything so it's different i still feel young but some days that them guys they they make me feel old <laughs> your champ you've been an all-star you know like if someone were to tell some, you six years ago and i know you have the utmost belief in yourself yeah where you're at now what's next you know you've been a champ you know how to win you know how to go deep mm -hmm. you guys got a good squad Mm -hmm. Scotty Barnes is here. Yeah. Um, Pascal is improving every year. Yeah. Nick Nurse, I love his system. He does a good job of the details mm -hmm. that some other coaches may not hit on. And though it's hard nosed at times, it gets it done. Mm -hmm. um, you looking in this Raptor situation right now, where do you see y'all? You know, because Kawhi Leonard, and we all know what it is. DeMar DeRozan yeah. was that too. Right. You could have very well gone with DeMar. People don't understand it's situations, it's timing, it's moments, very little moments. You've bit you've played with those. I want to call those guys all world, mm -hmm. right? Kawhi all world as well. You guys, I don't know, is Scotty gonna become that all world? Is Pascal gonna become that all world? Because you need those guys to repeatedly go deep. They make the life, they make your life easier. Mm -hmm. Then you guys come in and do the job around them, like right. level up. Where do you see this squad? Where do you see it going? Yeah, I feel like we kind of right where we was pre-championship you know that's how it feels it's a like, good spot to be though it's a great spot to be and i think more than anything like it's different now than it was then because at that point my first two years it was like all right you knew you had brian and them to go through over here and then prime Braun. right the warriors and them over there so it's like all right every the whole league was shifted around those two teams at now the it's time. opened up you know what i'm saying now it's more spread out so it's like who would have thought that a Brooklyn would have got swept in the first right. round? You know what right. I'm saying? Not many people saw that coming. No. Granted, they didn't have Ben Simmons, whatever the whole situation. We thought that was we thought that was impossible. Right. Nobody really was expecting that. Yeah. So it's like now it's it's more like the 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 vibe in the league is like anything can happen. Right. So it's like all right, let's just keep building what we got. We're gonna stay back. We don't have. I mean, other than Scotty, who is growing into, you know, a, a more popular. Obviously, one rookie of the year, he's going to be a star for sure. But, like, nobody's really paying us attention. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's a great place to be because we've been there already. And it's like, all right, just keep working. We build it up. Let 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 that other stuff, you know what I'm saying, work itself out. And then in the playoffs, anything can happen. Like, I, I, know, I know for a fact Pascal can average 30 in the playoff series. Yeah. I know for a fact what I can do. I know what Gary Trent can do. I know what Scotty can do. I know what OG can do. This so shit is up like, for grabs now. Yo, any one of us make it happen or the right matchup or whatever, like it can it can go like that. You just gotta make it to that point, keep everything intact. Because the be, tides are gonna turn. Be shit's healthy, gonna happen. Be healthy. And then when that moment in that window happens for you you just you know you got to make it through and then this year we got a little bit more on the bench so you still could go to the bench you still got an auto porter sitting over there you know that like we got we got some guys that could contribute yeah and and when it counts right one thing you said is you know the eastern conference now is changing mm -hmm. leagues opening up mm -hmm. i feel like everyone has a shot it's about how you execute your depth your role players your health right um Seeing this loaded East, right? Who are some teams that you think that, you know, at the top of the conference that you guys are going to really have to bring your best out at? Yeah, I think for me, I always just go with like experience and pedigree. You know what I'm saying? As, as this is my seventh year now, I think because I don't, I learned my lesson early. Like I don't really watch 
the news or like the talk shows or follow as much like <laughs> mainstream media when it comes to the game. Right. So I don't really be as hyped about everything as everybody mm -hmm. else. But I think for me, I'm just going to go back with the top. Like Boston went to the finals last year. Like I don't see any reason why, you know what I'm saying, they won't be good again. You still got Milwaukee. You still got to deal with Giannis. You still got to deal with uh, uh, Brooklyn again. Right. Um, you still got to deal with Miami. Like yeah. that's, you know, right there. And then obviously we played Philly in the playoffs. Last year they made some additions. So I think that's a solid – top you know the east right there and yeah. we'll see how it plays out things people got to stay healthy chemistry like it's so many things that could go right or wrong so we'll see i hope they all suck but you know <laughs> what i'm saying that's that's what we up against you know, yeah Yo, you know we got our work cut out you know um i want to talk before i get into other guys because you've seen a lot in this league now scotty barnes mm -hmm. what you see in this kid how, you, how special you think he could be you think he could be one of them ones yeah for sure i think he is i think he is i think it's just like we could we we get to watch and see things every day now so you it's see like the real shit yeah every so day. i'm seeing them so it's like it's not like it's not blowing my mind like everybody else because i'm watching them like i know what this is gonna be when it's time you right. know what i mean i just we'll see i love one the, the main thing i love about him is just his character and who he is as a person dude. Like, I think more than anything, that's going to make him successful. Like, you can be, you know, impressed with his, his size, athleticism, passing, whatever, however you want to slice it. But his makeup in his in his heart and in, in his mind is he's going to be successful no matter what. Now, how high that bar is, I don't know. I'm a person who everybody told me my whole life, you can't do it. So I never put my own expectations on other people so right. how, however great he want to be i believe he's he can do it you know yeah. what i'm saying that's just how i approach it right um you know you play against some very elite come guys mm -hmm. some of the best guards the game has ever seen dame steph Kyrie. you know i'm not going to ask you who's the main or the top guy because i know for you it's like yo on any given night it could be anyone mm -hmm. right um but who are some of these guys throughout your throughout your young career? I mean, want to say mid career now, yeah. right? That you've seen where it's like, yo, this is different, you know? Yeah, I think again, like I respect more than anything consistency and longevity. So you look at a guy like Dame, who's been doing what he's been doing for what you know, damn near 10, decade. Yeah, ten years strong plus. Then you still got Steph. You still got. Kyrie like these guys they make it they're so good that they make it look easy you yeah, know what I'm saying and then you easy. forget like I've been okay yeah I've been averaging 25 for 10 years I've been averaging 28 and 8 I've been doing this facing double teams triple teams I've been staying healthy I play right. 60 70 games different teams like insane. you gotta really just give credit where it's due and I just think if, if you don't respect your opponent is no way you could you could give them your best shot, you know what I mean? And that's just how I approach it. So I really respect all of the guys who I feel like have done more than me, have more talent or whatever. I don't never go into the game thinking nobody's better than me. That's just not how I'm made up. But I understand, to me, I have like a list of guys who I'm like looking up at, you know what I'm saying? Now my list is probably way smaller than people would think. Hey, tell me the list. Right, I ain't gonna tell you the list, but <laughs> it's short. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's good, like, though. I, it's shorter the guys that I look at. And then it's like guys who I feel like is in my same ballpark. But once you competition, then, you know, you fool. But right. I, I, I look at the guys who have been doing it for a long time at a high level, winning right. good numbers, like people like to play with them. Right. You know, it's it's you got to give credit where it's due. And that position took over the league. It's like that's the game now. It's the toughest position. It's, it's it's incredible and you cracked out and became an all-star how'd that feel oh man it was just amazing it was just like one of those things that felt too good to be true like i knew that i had put together a, a season at that point you know 22 7 5 whatever yeah. like yeah. winning like i knew that i was worthy of it um especially due to injuries and certain guys being out i felt like i definitely had a chance but i just couldn't believe it until i got to cleveland and had my jersey in my locker and yeah. i got to you know what i'm saying do the whole experience but i don't really like 
surprise myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm always thinking about what's next. And so now it's like, all right, I got to go do it. I want to ask you, man. Um, Like, I don't really get into the GOAT debate. It's kind of mm -hmm. corny to me, the way the media just used it to milk shit. Right. Um, I really dissect the game when I on my platform. That's what I try to bring is just mm -hmm. really that nuance. Because every guy, you're different. You're so much different from a Dame or a Steph. Yeah. Yeah. You know, everyone's so much different. When you look at the history of the game and you being a student of the game, you know, for me, it's like it's Kobe, there's Mike, right? And obviously, there's LeBron. Like, no disrespect to nobody. Like, yeah. you got all these upper echelon guys. Right. You know, who is that one guy to you that you feel like was the most outstanding talent you saw? And it's not even just resume. Yeah. Because these guys are all accomplished, right? Like, yeah. I think, man, that's it's such a deep question, right? Because, like, I really try to break it down to a science. And, like, for me, I didn't get to see Mike live, right? Yeah. So now I'm just studying tapes. You don't get the feel of the how, you know, you can listen to other people talk about it. You don't it see you, the Tuesday night coming off a screen. Yeah, you don't get, yeah. to, like, you just don't get that. Now, I grew up in Illinois, and right. I know, like, oh, yeah, what you mean, you know what yeah, I'm saying, yeah. to that place but um kobe is is the guy for me like he just he's the guy for me I, I that was my first impression of basketball i watched him from probably you know i'm 28 so maybe 2001 to the day he retired yeah um i missed him by a year yeah and uh he's just he's just the guy for me like the 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 skill set the drive the mentality the will the the athleticism yeah. The shooting, just like he's just is just surgical. Just the moment. Yeah. And I think I try to explain to people my view is like I look at Mike more as like there's people who there's there's guys who have a, a you take a guy like Kyrie, right? And I think without a doubt, he's probably one of the most talented guys to ever play the game. Yeah. To ever touch for a sure. basketball. For sure. Probably like, the most skilled point guard ever. In the history of the game. But yeah. then you take a guy like Steph and like, how do you compare those two? You can't, you can't you right? Can. But you can look at that and say, well, this guy plays the game better. Yeah. Or this guy does this better. You know what I'm So that's kind of my thing when I, when I look back at Mike is like, I don't know if there's been anybody that played in – like dominated the game perfected just perfected, the excellence part of like, the game yeah yeah he was just so good Perfect. at doing what he was doing winning at a high clip and doing it so good that people was like literally scared of him you yeah. know what i'm saying and inspired a generation and, and and he was first and i also give credit to people who did it before anybody where did he get that from where did he get that from like how do you come up with that it's like we all above, have you know things that we look to and like you know you might take a crossover or a move and you practice it but it's like yo shit mike was doing and then you go back further than that to the to the the the, the guys that was before that the hadjets the kareem the yeah, elgins yeah, yeah, yeah. the jerry west like the guys who really didn't have nothing to go off of the real pioneers they really made the game what it is you know For what i'm sure. saying so the guys today you fast forward to a guy like lebron who there may never be another 20-year stretch. There probably won't. There probably won't be, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, obviously, 100 years from now, 200 years In from now. In our lifetime, you know, there might not be. There, there won't be. Sure. So a 20-year stretch at that level, like, what do you do with that? See, I feel like everyone has their own story and resume and right. recipe. Right, That's why I always just, for me, it's like I bring it down to the 94 feet. Yeah. You know, because right. that kind of simplifies it. Yeah, you got to simplify think, it. I think, I think the 94 feet, it's, it's, it's the more pure form of it. Mm -hmm. And that's where Kobe's the guy for me. Yeah. Because sure. I feel like he was the guy that was able to take what Mike did. Mm -hmm. And sure, you may not see it on a statistical level, mm -hmm. but he was able to execute things against defensive pressure from pros like yourself, you know, guys that came before you, I feel like at the highest level. Yeah. And I think he reached like the 10th, the 12th degree black belt in terms of every aspect and attribute of his game. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he, he was, I mean, listen, he was just, just different like mentally you yeah. know what i mean and then you and, and that's another thing i give credit to a guy like brian too is like the guy who we we all know people who were just born with god-given abilities and talents and gifts but they just didn't mm -hmm. see through to their full potential like he didn't miss a step everything right the whole time it's like, so easy to fuck up you gotta pay homage oh, yeah. to that you know what i'm saying just you, to know that 
and just be 99 out of 99 right. every day, right? And then the biggest thing on that people hate on him for is like he might not take the game winning shot. He might pass it to an yeah. open guy. Like I don't like I don't know. How don't are those really series at... against Braun? Because you guys saw peak Braun. Yeah. Um. It was it was definitely frustrating. You know what I'm saying? Because we felt like we had a better team. We felt like we definitely should have won the series. But then it just some it just boiled down to like him just making something happen out of nothing. You That's know what the I'm greats saying? do. Right. I think it was just more like a, a mental hurdle that as young guys, we didn't understand. And I think the older guys on the team had a better understanding and maybe they didn't see. Maybe they knew that we weren't ready and we thought we were ready. So we were like more confident and more angry about it. But um, it was just a mental thing at, at that point. And Looking back on it, like as your psyche grows and shit, like you're yeah. like, yo, it was a play here, play there, right? Well, I, I will go on record and say that the year, my second year, we got hurt. I got hurt the last game of the season. Yeah. And I had so many shots in game one and in game two. Even in game three, I had so many plays and shots that if I would have made those plays, we would have won. I had a I had a shot at the end of the game one to win the game. Little moments that people don't even remember. Probably, we, I had a shot at the buzzer. We had two tip ins, all of them missed. So we win game one at home. That's a different series different right there. Series. Now he come game two, Brian doing some crazy shit. It's all the fadeaways. You know the game when he shot all the fadeaways. So now yeah. it's like all right, damn. Game three, he throw one in off the glass right game a, at the runner. buzzer yeah so it's like damn just like that and that's Seriously. that all happened in like probably six days yeah you know and what it I'm happened saying? so fast so but nobody remembers that no one. but i do but you know what I, things like that that happen so now fast forward to the year the next year when we won the championship i got all of that right. experience to go off of and say if i do make these shots we might fuck around and win a championship and it happened and it happened shit man that's crazy Kawhi Leonard comes in that moment. Um, you know, it was a little bit awkward because he kicked. Mm -hmm. But what you saw him do on a night-to-night -night basis, how special was that? Because he went to that Kobe Mike Braun place for no, moments. I got to give him credit, man. I got to give him credit. Like, he definitely deserves to be in those convos. And, like, this is my new thing that, I, that too. Like, if imagine – because we, we always try to, like, start at the negative point when we try to talk about somebody. But – Imagine if that was your brother or your friend or like, wouldn't you think he was the greatest player to ever play? Right. If you was like yeah. family of Kawhi, you would. wouldn't you think he deserved yeah, to be in those be, combos? You'd be rooting for him right there. Go off of what you watching. Right. You know what I'm saying? And right. if you watched him, he did it in San Antonio. He did it with us. He's done it with the Clippers. Like when he's in that mode. It's different. It's different. Now you could talk about doing it all year or injuries or whatever. That's a whole nother conversation. But just like, his his level is not too many people that, that can, can too that many can, wings that reach that level that can do that and he's doing it on both sides of the floor and he makes all the right plays and he's he listen he's there's no ego he's he's locked in in the in the huddles and the timeouts he's paying attention he talks he you know what I'm saying like right he he he's definitely deserves to be in those convos it's at both ends mm -hmm. um that's something you and in today's league this is really special to me. Yeah, you know, because I'm an offensive guy for sure. You probably see that, <laughs> yeah. but you know, <laughs> yeah, you like the buckets. Man. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, <laughs> to me, this shit, you know, ultimately will be about a bucket. Yeah, and you kind of proved that to me. Right? No, it is. <laughs> it is. It definitely is. You know, it but is. your ability to defend. Right. And last year, your knee was hurt. Right. So you were moving a little bit slower. Yeah. But man, your ability to lock a guy up. Yeah. Where did that come from? Um, you know, because that's something you do at a high level. I don't know what the yeah. stats say. They say something good yeah. though. I saw something that said yeah. something good. Yeah, yeah. Um, seeing these guards, man, night to night, you the way you defended Steph in the finals, the way you lock up in terms of just off the ball, making guys' life hard. That's all mm -hmm. you can do. Talk to me about that. Again, I I had to go back a pretty far, but like growing up, I don't know how everybody else, you know, grew up playing basketball, but where I grew up at, once you score you pick up right there yeah you don't run back on defense the yeah. defense start right under that's you know what i'm saying thing, yeah right? that's illinois chicago Pat like Bev right yeah, there too that's same thing the whole court you know what i'm saying and if you can't dribble you're not gonna get past this free throw line right here you know what I'm and saying? that's how it was and that's how it was i had great coaches who taught me how to play man-to-man -man and all that great college coach 
Greg Marshall is a great coach. Um, so I learned that, right? And I just take it personal. Like you, some guys, you just have to take it personal. And how much really of it, is, it is? How much of it is a mentality and an effort? That's all it is. I don't got no crazy body or athleticism. I got great hands. I can I can slide my feet. and I'm pretty strong. I mean, but like I don't have like no wild athletic ability. But I understand angles. I understand like body positioning you know yeah. what i'm saying it's kind of just like shadow boxing hand wrestling that's how i always sum right. it up but again i take it personal i study and i can watch somebody walk mm -hmm. and tell how they're gonna move on the court i can watch somebody shoot for five minutes and know how thing. to guard them like right. it's just from being a student of the game who's the toughest guy you've had to guard up and now up until now you would say if you could point out one obviously it's gonna be a guard man Toughest guy. I would probably say one on one on the island, Kyrie. Yeah, I didn't fuck. Yeah, one on one <laughs> on the island, Kyrie. Because it's like you can't really. All I try to do on defense is make you do something that you don't want to do. Like I'm not a guy that's right, right, gonna right, like right. stop you from getting. Yeah, to you the gotta rim make it hard for like, I play with the scheme. I play with the rest of the four guys behind me. I play to the official. I play like in game defense. You yeah. know what I'm saying? one-on-one -on, -one on a park like i ain't crazy like that you know what i'm saying but i am but i'm not but i think he you just it's hard to get him to do stuff that he don't want to do the movement is insane yeah like he just gotta it, it's not even the skill it's the movement yeah it's just it's he just, just like he, fucking, he like, just got his own rhythm that you it's hard to get him out of steph is definitely up there too it's just a different that bag it's more like it's more like you gotta put your eyes in his jersey and just don't move like it's almost like you can't do much he dictates you yeah, right right and that's that's really all it boils. so the guys that you can't bother those are the ones that i put you know what i'm saying on a on a super high pedestal but you still got i mean you could in the nba you could guard somebody as hard as you want to and then you go to the locker room and they have 40 and their <laughs> coach is like man good job you did good you know what i'm saying and you like damn I know I was talking to some OG defenders from that half court era of basketball. They yeah. were like, yo, like, we thought we did good, but Kobe had 47, right? Yeah, make it tough on them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How insane are these guys, though? Like, is it their preparation? Because you guys, honestly, nowadays are all putting in work. Mm -hmm. I see you grind. I see the work you put in day to day, mm -hmm. you know, on your Instagram, whatever you show us. But, right. you know, with a gift, with a gifted place, when you go to that gifted place of a Kyrie, of a KD, yeah. of a Steph, yeah. seeing that night to night, because this goes down as the you're gonna tell your grandkids like mm -hmm. I played basketball and I was an all-star in an era where we had the most you know out of the world talents yeah how crazy is that seeing that just I think you're in the most talented era in league history yeah for sure and it'll it'll grow and, and hopefully the game only gets better you know that that as somebody who loves basketball like you will hope that it only gets better but I think this is the era where you take in the god-given talent and the, the unreal ability and then you giving them all the answers on what to do with it because we got to see the guys before us do good and do bad so yeah. you got to learn and that's why i'm big on just paying respect to the ones that came before us because if it wasn't for them then it would be hard to learn what to do right you know what i'm saying oh, yeah they laid the blueprint out. yeah so whether it's a mistake or something good like uh, you can you you take a guy like Steph Curry, who I think anybody could agree that he just has a unreal, whether it's hand-eye coordination or whatever, it's something special there. There's a gift there. Right. But then, okay, he got a crazy work ethic too. Guess Obsessed. what? Yeah, he also a killer too. Like, So you put all of those things together and then you end up with one of the, the best greatest. players yeah. to ever play the yeah. game. And I think yeah. we're just, we just have a lot of them in this era one more guy i want to ask you about demar Derozan, mm -hmm. because people i don't feel like they give him his credit right so i did my own 75 and my yeah. 75 was just straight eye test talent yeah. advancements right different combo i think guys like you can have that combo yeah whether you agree with certain names or not right i feel like demar is up there mm -hmm. all time you know when yeah. you when you look at as a wing as a guard yeah how was that scene because you saw him more than Kawhi. right you saw him more than you know all these guys yeah you saw him at his best yeah how's that yo right right there right like he's one of them you know yeah. what i'm saying and and the, the the bad part about it is that that's where the narratives and things cloud like what we actually watching that's where the casuals eyes, you know they blind saying? us so it's like now i just seen i just seen something 
the other day that had uh damn what i see i seen something i ain't gonna go into it but anyway yeah damar is without a doubt one of the best players in the nba like just watch what he do you know what i'm saying now what i would never defend him for is his defense because i play defense <laughs> you know what i'm right, saying right, right. so a result of that yeah people take that too far yeah you know what i'm saying right so the fact that he not like in a stance like slapping the ground right. playing defense so right. people use that but we don't hold the way he's graded we don't grade everybody like that and right. i think that's a testament to his greatness like right. anytime you're over criticized it's probably because you are that great facts and i watched him there's there's not many people that can guard him i've never seen nobody bother him yeah. the only person that can guard him is himself he works his ass off he's a great teammate and and then my first two years i was watching him figure out playmaking and now he's one of the best in the league at it you know what i'm saying he improved passing, on that so much finishing shooting yeah. like he just he he if you if you took him there's guys that if you just took him and put him in a time machine like he could play in, in any, any era yeah like 80s, he, 90s yeah yeah he wanted those um you know with you being this guy you know like nowadays the nba is all switch it's all pick and roll mm -hmm. what advice do you give smaller guards because i feel like it's gotten harder for smaller guards yeah, there's for a sure. lot of guards that can get buckets yeah. There's a lot of guards that can cook. I'll yeah. talk about them all fucking day. But I know what it is. Yeah. It's tough to stay on the floor. Yeah. All this switching, you end up with a six, seven fucking wing on you. Yeah. You know, with the first step with, you know. Right, right. Is it mental or is it conditioning? Because you've done an incredible job yeah. on your body. I see you working right yeah. now. Um give give somebody some some of these young guys tips. Cause I try to behind the scenes, what I actually say mm -hmm. is defend. Yeah. Stay on the floor. Right. I say the right basketball shit. Yeah. Obviously, from a highlight standpoint you know it's the offense yeah. we're going to talk about well i think i think you can appreciate it all though but i think as like i've grown more and got older and like people actually come to me for advice now especially guys that's coming up i right. tell them all the same thing bro if you are six feet six one and under unless you are trey young yeah you need to be picking up full court being a pest you got to be a problem on defense causing problems whether you know how to guard or not just fight right and then you gotta be able to shoot the three like everything else in between is is in between whether you got a floater whether you finish whatever but if you can't catch and shoot at a high clip in today's game as yeah. as, as an undersized guard like it's gonna be hard for you to make a long career in the nba now there's a lot of talented guys that's undersized that has been i mean we will talk about i see you talk about it all the time like dude average 30 you know Insane. what i'm saying like it's crazy but it's like as soon as the league don't feel like letting you be the league guy it's tough then it's it's like now you fighting an uphill battle you know you what i'm saying a whole different game so i always tell guys just to be like create a package around you that you can play anywhere on any team in any setting for a long game, time right? whether that's starting whether that's being the best player whether that's being a role player you know yeah. what i'm saying and it's that's, crazy that's you've really reached it. that veteran stage in your career, man. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You know, the league yeah, is getting ridiculous. young now. Yeah, it's, it's really young. Do you see, like, like, isn't it weird? Yeah, it is. Right? It's like you got the vets, you got the guys that have been there for so long, and you yeah. got these new kids coming in, man. How's yeah, that dynamic? It is, but I think, too, like, if you study the game, we also in a transition, too, right? So yeah. it's like we in a we in a transition of the era, and people not really paying attention to it. It's happening you before our eyes. You know what I'm saying? Like, god bless lebron but man i don't know i ain't gonna disrespect him but i don't know if he could do another 20 years maybe nah. he can maybe he's the superhuman but man. i'm just saying like at some point he gonna hang it up like the anthony edwards are coming yeah they they, they on the way you right. know what i'm saying so it's like if you pay attention to that then you it, it's easier to accept the new wave that's coming in because that's gonna be the new norm that's just you what, know what i'm saying that's just what it is we watched tatum go to his first finals you know he's he's a young young guy Luca's young John Morant they're here like they they're doing it they're but doing we it. still are waiting on one of those to to get it done to be in that next category right. and I think Giannis was the first one yeah he's because we still we still yeah. always is going to use the championship as like the next way to get to the the next tier is right. by winning a chip so he was the first that one. crown and is we'll he the best player in the game to you right now 
Um, to me, is is to me is KD still? You like KD? I like like you know like yeah. Um, best player, man. Damn, best player in the game. I would probably go. I would probably still go LeBron, bro. Yeah, I'll probably still go LeBron. Yeah. Then you still, I would go like LeBron, Kawhi, Steph, Giannis, like somewhere in that ranking. You know what I'm saying? And right. then outside of guys that haven't won a championship yet, then you got like a Luka. Right. You know what I'm saying? I see what you're saying with LeBron. The body of work is too much to just. Yeah, like. The mind. And again, like, I don't want to change how I view him based on the success of the team because we watched him. Oh yeah, they just won a chip two years ago. Yeah, we watched him raise the level for so many years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just, yeah, he just won a chip. So it's, it's crazy like, this news cycle, right? Yeah, the algorithm, the shit, the way the moves, these narratives kind of yeah. flooded the game. I started yeah. to stay away from them. And and I watched people do Kobe like that as a Kobe fan. Like he was on an island sometimes. You know what I'm saying? When right. it came as the as the the game changed. So I'm not really a LeBron fan like that. <laughs> because i was a kobe guy yeah, yeah that's but how we are. Yeah. but i don't want to like not appreciate what Me he's neither. doing either because neither. i know at some point yeah you know what i'm saying we won't see him lace it up no more because he's got and that happens to me too like to me it's kobe and then it's like mike and then it's like whoever else right yeah but like we all love lebron yeah because we saw lebron pave his own way have his own journey right and he's a dog you know and and you know you could go to sleep every night saying i'm the best ever and yeah. what can we really say? Yeah, I agree with you. You know, like and then sure. you got you, and then you still got KD. Like, KD. what what do you do with KD? You yeah, know what I'm saying? Might be the most talented performer in the history he, of the sport. He probably is the best player in the NBA, but you he's he's gonna have that rap sheet on him, right? Because of like outside narrative, the climate we're you know in, what I'm saying? yeah. So the it's bullshit, like you know, the new age of 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 like social commentary i think has changed how you view things but again they just lost in the first round so it's hard to be like all right he was the he's the best isn't player, it crazy you know though like you you've seen it like we saw dirk lose in the first round yeah basketball was more mature the combo around the game was more mature it was right. like oh shit, bad year mm -hmm. we didn't even call him a choker no nah. it was like okay they choked yeah all right move on right he'll be back next year yeah, it happens and it happens like that was normal i feel yeah. like we're kind of basketball discourse is broken yeah um i don't know if it's the bots i don't pay attention to twitter it's not real to me but you know it, it's what do you feel man like it, there's too much there's too many yeah. narratives there's too many conclusions there's too yeah. much of this shit that's well, going I think, on i think for me just because when i used to watch it was like college high school college so it was like what 2012 to like 2016 yeah. so just to say 2008 to 2016 it turned into mike versus brian and yeah. the only way that i had that argument was to go championships performances game winners yeah. so now that's the criteria so everybody under that when it's much deeper though falls into the same criteria when it's like that's not really <laughs> that's not how it works how it works and we've never seen nobody do what mike did which was dominate you know what i'm saying six championships like pure we never, excellence we never seen that so i don't think you should even compare nobody to nah, him to he's untouchable because no one's gonna have that run in 12 years yeah i don't even think i don't think you should compare that to anything so i think you should just appreciate everyone everything and Facts. then yeah if you want to you know what i'm saying shoot the shit and then you talk like who's your favorite or whoever yeah, like yeah. oh that's that's different but like to it's such a big business now that anything that drives conversation is 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 like promoted and it's not all like great basketball combo because it's some of it's just like silly shit. It's just garbage. Yeah. You said business. Um one thing I admire about you, man, and I really, you know, I fuck with like a lot of dudes on, on a on a professional level as far mm -hmm. as what they do on the basketball court. You kind of paved your own way and i see you now as a from a business standpoint mm -hmm. you know taking full advantage of the canadian side because yeah. you know how big of a star you are here right when you got a country behind you yeah it's just different yeah you know and, sure. and you got your own podcast mm -hmm. talk to me about that you got your own um you know your own line the fred mm -hmm. van vliet shop you know i see what you're doing man and it's really dope you feel it's like you're like an independent artist in the yeah, league you know no, that's exactly how i play it like just as much as i love basketball i love music and i just study both 
businesses and especially like entertainment. So sports and entertainment is like, all right, like I might not have 10 million followers, but I know I have a core fan base. And so what do I do with that? Facts. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I'm learning, like it hasn't always been, you know what I'm saying? All positive. Like, but how do I, what do I do with these people that fuck with me? Because I'm so much of like a real person, like in real life that I don't even see the the person that people see right so i don't see the of fred van vliet is this all-star big you know what i'm saying deal i don't see that so i try to just build a community number one because obviously you can make money but number two because these people that actually get something out of watching me play the same way i watched hundreds of guys in the nba play so you know i just try to always keep that in mind um and it's, I just got a lot of interest, you know what I'm saying? Like I love basketball; it's my first love. Yeah. Um, I haven't found anything that that gives me the 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 fire inside like basketball does yet. Yeah. But there's definitely other things that I'm interested in. So now that I've built myself up to have a platform, then I'm just you know I just try stuff. That's dope. You you yeah. you are you a Canadian now? <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely a Canadian, honorary Canadian, and um, I think I'm gonna work on getting my passport. Yeah. Uh, Try to try to get some citizenship or something for sure. The way how your kids like it? Oh, my kids love it. My daughter is Canadian. She was born That's in dope. she was born in Toronto. So Toronto's um, dope, right? Yeah, Toronto's been great, man. It's been good to me and my family. Um, the 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 country has embraced me. Um, man, I couldn't I couldn't ask I mean, for you. A you're gonna reception. go down as a legend here, no matter yeah, what happens the rest of the way. No doubt. And I <laughs> and I and I watched I watched Kyle do it. So you know, right. I got the blueprint and just you know, I just got to stick around long enough to. You know what I'm saying? Say I, I was, you know, the longest tenured guy and, you know, yeah. see what type of more stuff I can rack up, get bring bring them another championship and, you know. Man, I'll I be, appreciate you coming yeah, on, bro. This no is doubt. dope. Thank you. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's dope just bringing these live content back, but we're going to be rooting for you, seeing what you do, get to watch you every day, every day basically. You know, we don't miss a game. Yeah. Um, but I think you guys got some special in the works yeah and i think you're at the helm of that man so yeah no doubt man i appreciate you and and you showed me a lot of love and and um i definitely appreciate that because like somebody like me that's like i i i i'm not a hater but i grew up like in that you know what i'm saying because i always had to look at the guys who was getting all of the the fame and accolades and was like oh y'all think he nice like oh y'all you know what i'm saying so when you started posting and, and, and showing love, I, I appreciated that, bro. That was dope. So I'll I fuck with you for that. Always, bro. Thank you. Love.